Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander, he's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston, I'm Jack Dempsey, there's no one like me. I'm from their claw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious. I want your heart, I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Back again for another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast, episode 58. A um, tough loss in New York. Uh, we're gonna break down of uh, we're gonna break down the game and uh, talk about takeaways, the ramifications. Um, yeah, just just a, a tough one in New York. Uh, Hawks lose to the Knicks one thirty seven to one twenty seven. Um, a very gutsy game though. Like I mean, aside from the loss, and I know you can't really say that. Aside from the loss, man, I, I thought that they showed a lot of. Um, fight, um, a lot of fight, and I mean, th- this isn't <laughs> no participation trophy. You want to win the game. You need to win the game, and they played like it was a big game. Both teams, really, um, from Clint Capella's performance to uh, Bogdanovich, it's that three to send it to overtime, and uh, I think they were just kind of outgunned in overtime, man. But uh, Julius Randle drops another 40 burner on the Hawks. And that's that just seems to be what he does. I, I would be anxious to see what the breakdown of the scoring was with uh, John Collins guarding him as opposed to uh, Solomon Hill. I thought Solomon Hill um, really did a yeoman's job on Randle when he got the chance to get at him. But um yeah, a, a, a lot to talk about tonight, man. So what we're going to do, man, we're going to jump right into it. We're going to jump right into it because a lot to get to. Um, 137 to 127. We're going to talk about what this means in the standings and, and the takeaways. And, and uh, of course, um, Trey Young as well. Young went down in the, I believe it was the end of the third quarter, pretty much, with uh, Hawks were up by seven. And it uh, looks like he rolled an ankle pretty bad. So um, I'm recording this immediately after the game. So they haven't uh, uh, sent out anything yet. And I guess it's, it's really too soon. But I imagine they'll probably put out something later tonight. 
or uh, first thing in the morning. So make sure you're following us on our Twitter at HawksBeat. And uh, when I hear something, you'll hear something. So, um, yeah. But um, 4C was at stake. 4C was at stake. And uh, the Hawks knew it. The Hawks knew it. The the the, uh, the Knicks knew it. And uh, you could tell in the first quarter, man, um, Trey Young really got off to a good start. And it was good to see him get off to a good start because um, – Julius Randle had just been so dominant in this um, matchup. And I'm not just talking about the matchup tonight. I'm talking about, like, all the matchups. Like, it's been about Julius Randle. So, you want your star to come out and you want him to play well. And that is exactly what Trey Young did in that first quarter, man. 16 points, 6 of 9 shooting, 5 assists. Uh, played the whole first quarter. Trey Young just got out the gate running. He got out the gate running, and um, Hawks were shooting the ball well, um, almost sixty percent from the feet from from uh, you know just from the field, um, three or seven from the from from behind the arc. The only difference that was keeping New York in the game was they were hitting all their three pointers. Like it was astounding. Um, I think if my memory serves me correct, me they hit like their first five three pointers. Um, they shot six of eight <laughs> in that first quarter, man. Seventy-five percent from three-point range, and of course that clip that that clip is just not sustainable. But damn, man, like they they wasn't missing anything in that first quarter, and um, to to say that the Hawks' defense was 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 spectacular would be would be a long shot because none of these threes really seemed like they were really contested too much they didn't seem like they were trying to really trying to run them off the line um you know as much but look man they they were hitting everything they were hitting everything you you just kind of get the feeling after um you know after things got going that Trey and Julius was going to have a special night you know it was going to be a special night between two stars uh two young up and coming stars in the league so um, Hawks managed to escape that first quarter. Not like, escape. No, what am I saying? <laughs> Hawks managed, uh, and and that lead in the first quarter should have been tremendously more. Should have been tremendously more. But the Knicks were just on fire from three, and they continued that into the second quarter because in the second quarter they didn't go. They didn't go six of eight like in the first quarter, but they went four for eight. So like you're shooting. Uh, I have to check the uh, the halftime stats, but you're shooting sixty something percent from from, from uh, three in the first quarter, fifty percent in the second quarter, man. And, and and you know you're gonna stay in a ball game. I mean, you are going to stay in a ball game. Um, in the second quarter, you saw a little bit more of uh, Kevin Herter got cooking a little bit in the second quarter. He was five for five. Um, this is a game where you kind of wish Kevin would have been a little bit more like we saw Kevin go off in the second quarter. And we're like, okay, Kevin, like, okay, you here, you here, <laughs> you know, but like, you know, after that, you know, so he, he had 16 at the half, but you know, you ask yourself, okay, what did he end up with? 18. And see, like, that's the problem you have with Kevin Herter. It's like, yo, like, Trey's out. Like, you know, you, you need you need somebody to to, to, to step up and, and next man up. But, um, 
you know, this ain't going to be the Kevin Herter. You know, I'm not going to bag on Kevin Herter. It's, you know, he, he, he's, he's been playing really well, but you just wish that uh, you kind of would have got a little bit more out of him. But, you know, okay, Sarah, Sarah. But second quarter, man, it, it was kind of much of the same. Um, the Hawks were, were shooting the ball pretty decently, but uh, the Knicks were just hitting a whole bunch of threes. And it was, you know, Julius Randle. I mean, he, he didn't really have a – I mean – to say that he had nine points in the quarter was just kind of a whole hum quarter for him, but <laughs> he had nine points in the quarter. Derrick Rose kind of got into the action in the second quarter uh, by putting up ten points, but um, they outscore the Hawks. They get three back in that first in that second quarter. So you're going into the halftime with the Hawks with a two point lead, and you're feeling good about yourself. You're on the road. You're in the Garden. Um, you're you're up at halftime. You know. And this is the good Knicks team that they're playing. This is the this would be a very quality win um, if you're able to pull this out. I forget what the Hawks' record against teams above 500 is, but it hasn't been that great. But um, this would have been a really good win if you could pull it out. But you're up to going into that uh, coming out of the half, uh, 69 to 67. Third quarter happens. Um, you win that third quarter. You win that third quarter. I thought in the third quarter that um, it was kind of a little bit. Uh, you kind of got the, the sense that uh, both teams were just kind of just slugging it out. You know, Hawks were going to run. Knicks were going to run, hit some tough shots. Um, I thought Clint Capella was really good in that third quarter. He had nine points and nine boards <laughs> in the third quarter. But, I mean, Again, Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett starts to go off. R.J. Barrett always does this. Like, he's always quiet. And in the second half, like, he gets he gets going, you know. So, uh, if, if there was a lull in, 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 Julius's, in Julius Randle's game, I would say it was the third quarter. But that was when R.J. started to pick it up a little bit. R.J. goes for nine points in that third quarter. Rainer goes for seven. Uh, it, it was a fairly close quarter contested, you know, I guess you could say. Um, but third quarter was when Trey, Trey, uh, Trey Young got hurt. I believe it was like two minutes left. Hawks are up by, I think, seven. I think they're up by like seven. He comes up. He comes down. It looks like he rolls his ankle pretty bad. He's in excruciating pain. And you're just like, oh, my God gosh like are you for real like is this really happening and uh he goes to the locker room you know he's not coming back and so it's it's really a next man up mentality you're you're thinking who's gonna step up you know um i think the very next play lou kind of comes in uh hits a, a bucket i like the free throw line but um after that, it was kind of like, uh, okay, what's going to materialize, right? So you go into the fourth quarter up by seven, but you don't have Trey Young, and you're like, okay, how are they going to close this out? How are they going to close this out? What's, 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 what does Julius Randle have up his sleeve in the fourth quarter? <laughs> I'll tell you what he had up his sleeve. He had 10 more points up his sleeve in the fourth quarter. Uh, they rest him for like the first four minutes. He comes in, plays the last seven, puts up two point, 10 points, and uh, 
you had some some timely buckets, some timely buckets from Derrick Rose, timely buckets by Emmanuel Quigley hits a huge three in the fourth quarter. And uh, of course, the lead dissipates, the lead dissipates and the seven point lead that you took into the quarter uh, evaporates and um, it just doesn't look good. Doesn't look good for the Hawks. I believe that the, the one of the final plays, um, I believe it was six seconds left. Let me see if I can pull it up on the. Uh, let me see if I have it on the stat sheet. I, I, I think it was like six seconds left. They they, they they call a timeout and they run like a double drag, and Herder finds Bogdanovich in the corner, and uh, Noel Nerlens Noel. He pauses just like a, a split second, pauses for like a split second, and uh, he gives Bogey just that one-tenth of a second to get the shot off. He gets the shot off, nails the three, and then uh, I think it's like three seconds left. Uh, Randall doesn't get the shot off. They go to overtime, and in overtime, it was pretty much just academic. I mean, it was just um, I don't. You don't play John Collins because I think he's he had reached his minutes limitation. I don't know if his limitation was twenty five or thirty, but he played twenty eight minutes. I'm willing to bet that his minutes was. I'm willing to bet that his minutes were um was probably twenty five, and they probably just went over by two minutes. Um, a lot of people were asking me about that. I think that's what happened. I think that look, this is his third game back. You're not gonna run him into the ground. Second game of a back to back. You're not gonna you're not gonna risk it for that. You're just not going to. But um Yeah. So you, you play the fourth quarter without I mean you play the overtime. You play the overtime without John Collins, um, without Trey Young, and uh you put up five points. <laughs> you put up five points in the extra stanza and the next put up fifteen. And the Knicks put up 15. So, uh, again, Quigley, big bucket. Uh, Randall with, with uh, you know, he hits a three in the OT. Uh, Reggie Bullock hits a three. And it was just the win was out of the sale. The win was out of the sale. Knicks go 15, Hawks five in that extra quarter. And it is a wrap. 137 to 127. Um Next, get the victory, man. So we're going to take a quick break, come back with some takeaways, um, good, bad, and ugly, and uh, the 5-5. Five five. You listen to the Hawksbeat Podcast, episode 58. We'll be right back. This segment is brought to you by Dow Family Wellness. Are you dealing with pain? No, I'm not talking about the pain when your team loses a ball game. I'm talking about back pain, neck pain. <laughs> well, listen, you need to go see our guy, Dr. Rick, the chiropractor of the Hawks Beat Podcast. Whether you've been in an auto accident, you may be an expecting mother, suffering from migraines, any type of neck pain or back pain, Dr. Rick is here to help. Dr. Rick and the good folks over at Dow Family Wellness use the latest in computerized technology to diagnose your issues, and they have affordable cash plans. Here's what he's doing for our listeners. Consultation, exam, digital pics, computer scans, and an adjustment 
all for $37. Yep, I said it first time visit, $37. So call our guy, Dr. Rick, 470-395-3478. That's 470-395-3478. Stop letting that pain fester. Call Dr. Rick at Dow Family Wellness. Tell him the Hawks Beat sent you and take the first step to living pain-free. All right, folks, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back. Listen, I got to apologize. I want that first segment. <laughs> what the first segment saying that this was episode 58. It's episode 57. <laughs> That's my bad. It's episode 57. Hopefully I'll get it right when I name the podcast and I, I, I put all the info in, but uh, I apologize, man. It's it's getting a little late. Had a long day, but I apologize. Episode fifty seven of the Hawksbeat Podcast. Um, let's talk some takeaways. Take first takeaway is uh, this one hurts because not only do you lose Trey Young, you don't know how long you lose him. Um, the reports is saying that X rays were negative on the ankle. Uh, he's going to get an MRI to be done tomorrow. Highly doubt he'll be ready for the Miami game on what day is this? Wednesday on Friday. Um, and same with the Milwaukee game on Sunday. And it's critical because these are games that you really need. The, like the, these games right now, they're so critical, so critical. Um, we're going to look at the standings in the next segment. But um, one of the takeaways is this was a big game. Like this was, I mean, they always say your next game is the biggest game of the year. I mean, this was one of the biggest, bigger games of the year, you know. Um, and you just didn't get it done. You didn't get it done. And. You know, injuries happen. Injuries are a part of the game. But listen, uh, LeBron James once said that the best thing he can do for his teammates is be available. Is be available. And in this season where, you know, they decide to make it a 72-game sprint, which is a crazy idea in of itself. Um, I mean, you've seen the bodies falling, you know, and, you know, it's just been a big money grab because they have to – you know, satisfy the money machine. Everybody's been hurt this year. And not just like regular guys, like stars. But, you know, it is what it is. And, uh, you know, now you're looking at possibly losing your your star for the next few games, critical games. There's a chance that you may have to even sit out Clint Capella um, for a game or two. Um, he hurt his back in the fourth quarter. He gutted it out. Uh, I thought he had a really gutsy performance tonight. I'm sure he's feeling that once, you know, the game is over and the adrenaline dwells down. But those are kind of the takeaways uh, for tonight, man. Just a much uh, a, a, a bad loss, a bad loss. And it's not because you didn't put the effort in. You put the effort in, but you just fell a little short. You just fell a little short. Um... All right, so if you're new to the podcast, one of the things we do is the good, bad, and the ugly, and um, yeah, so let's let, let's run with that. Let's run with the good, bad, and the ugly. The good for tonight, um, 
Let's see. What was the good for tonight? I'll, I'll tell you this. The good for tonight was bogeys three. To put it in the overtime, that was a real gut check moment. A real nice, uh, you know, you see bogey pounding his chest. Um, this team has some heart. Right, like this team has some heart. Like they didn't just go out like a bunch of chumps. They go out. They they they, they got some heart. So I thought that bogeys three might have been the play of the game on the Hawks side. But um, yeah, yeah, good good draw play out of the halftime. I mean, out of the timeout, and uh, just a beautiful shot right there. Um, the bad. I could go officials and talk about the officials. I didn't really like the officials tonight, but. Um, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go there. Hate <laughs> about the officials. Um, I would say the bad for me is you had two guys off the New York bench that went for twenty. Like Derrick Rose went for twenty, and Emmanuel Quigley went for twenty. So you had between Julius Randle, Derrick Rose, and Quigley. That's eighty points. Like. That's 40 points off the bench just from two guys alone. And, uh, yeah, that's that's bad. That's bad. And the ugly, obviously, is the injury. The injury to Trey Young, that's the ugly part to me. Like, you really just, you don't need that. Like, you don't need that. You already got enough injuries as it is. But, yeah, so that is the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um the Fab Five for tonight, uh, we'll just go with the starters. We'll just go with the starters. Although I did think that uh, Lou Will had some good buckets. Um, I thought that Solomon Hill had some uh, – I thought Solomon Hill played a pretty d- good defensive game as far as defense is concerned. Had a nice hard foul on uh, – who, who? I think it was New Orleans Noel. Took him out of the game, I think. Like, just smashed my dude in the face. But, like, you know – that's Solomon Hill. I don't think he's a dirty player. I just think, you know, that's a good hard foul. Um, but, yeah, m- m- the top five were obviously the starters. Trey, even though he didn't finish the game, 20 points and 14 assists. I tweeted out that the main stat that you need to be aware of is not the 14 assists but the one turnover. I mean, last night uh, McMillan was just talking about limiting the turnovers, and here he is in the garden having a great game. Um, He's scoring. He's getting everybody involved, and he only has one turnover. It's just a shame he didn't get to finish it. Bogdanovich, 8 of 19, gives you 20 points, 4 of 10 from 3. I thought he had a good game. You know, I thought he had a good game, and, of course, we talked about the big three that he hit, Um, 20 points for bogey, and uh, not mad at that. John Collins, 18 points, 7 of 11 shooting. Um... Three rebounds. Uh, you kind of want you kind of want that rebounding number to go up a little bit more. I thought John was okay. Um, obviously, it, it's it's tough to to have to handle uh, the Randall kid, and, and John drew that assignment for a good part of the night. And I don't know if that you know for a guy who's just fresh off an injury, having to chase around Randall uh, doesn't bode well. You know, you want to see those rebounds pick up a little bit more, but, you know, I'm not going to bust him on that. So, 18 points for John. I thought it was pretty good offensively, but defensively, I thought it was kind of much to be desired, and that's just kind of what it is. But to his defense, again, uh, Randall's making everybody look silly this year. So, you know, it is what it is. Her 17 points, again, 
yeah, 17 points, but I think he had like 15 at halftime or like, you know, 14 at halftime. So, um, finished the game, you know, finished the game, Kevin. Like, I mean, he had a really good second quarter where he got the majority of his points. But I want to see that aggression. I want to see that aggression. And that's the one thing we always bang Kevin on is consistent aggression, consistent aggression. And, uh, I mean, look, we know, we know Kevin's like the third or fourth option on the offense or whatever. But, look, Trey was out, you know, so the opportunity was there. But um, we move on to Clint. Clint Capella, 25 points, 22 boards. What can you say? He gobbles up all the rebounds. Gutsy performance by Clint. Um, hurting his back, staying in the game. Staying in the game and trying to gut out a win. But uh, just wasn't so tonight. Just wasn't so. But 25 points and 22 rebounds is nothing ever to sneeze at, you know. So great game from Clint. And uh, that is our Fab Five. I asked. (laughs) So I didn't ask who was your player of the game because folks get kind of sensitive when I do that when they lose. But I asked. the way I worded it tonight was I said, Hawks fans, who was the best player for Atlanta tonight? <laughs> and, uh, of course, uh, well, first of all, I want you guys to make sure you're following, following the Hawks beat on Twitter. That's all one word Hawks beat. And, uh, then you can be, uh, you know, give me your thoughts and, you know, I'll read on the podcast, but, um, only had a few answers tonight. So I'll just read two of them. Uh, Atlanta Holic, Atlanta Holic underscore. He said Clint and our guy Joshua Flesher checking in. Uh, he said Clint for gutting it out and trying to pull out the win for Trey. Uh, somebody else said uh, Michael Green, ATL. He said Trey Young and uh, Angry look, Angry Georgian 83. He said Trey. So um, I'm going to go ahead and give player of the game to Clint Capella. I could have easily given it to Trey, but just for. Clint gutting it out, you know, 20 and 20 is, 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 is always going to be special. And, uh, yeah. So shout out to Clint Capella for tonight's player of the game. We're going to take another quick break, come back on the other side and just kind of look, okay, so where are we standing? Where, where do the Hawks stand right now? What is upcoming? What do they need to do? Big games and, and things of that nature, just wrapping things up. You listen to the Hawks Beat podcast episode 57. Not 58. <laughs> we'll be right back. This segment is brought to you by Manscaped. What's up, guys? It's your man Edub to once again tell you about Manscaped. Fellas, listen, it's about to be springtime in the city. Temperatures are rising. One thing you don't want sweat coming from your man bush below the belt. Let's keep it real. The good folks over at Manscaped are here for your springtime trim. Listen, they have the waterproof lawnmower 3.0. That's going to give you that smooth bush to tush cleanup that some of you are in desperately need of. Let's keep it real. Or maybe you just need the weed whacker, Manscaped state of the art nose and hair trimmer. They have so many products from toners to deodorant to specially designed boxers. Manscaped is doing something special for just my listeners. Go to manscaped.com, use our promo code HawksBeat. Again, it's manscaped.com, use our promo code for HawksBeat 
for 20% off and free shipping. Manscaped, you'll be glad you did. This segment is brought to you by Tillman's Trinkets and Things. Custom jewelry ships straight to your doorstep. Every piece will be uniquely yours. So if you are looking for some custom bracelets or necklaces, go see our guy Jonathan at TillmansTrinketsAndThings.com. Again, that's TillmansTrinketsAndThings.com. Tell him the Hawksbeat sent you. You'll be happy you did. All right, folks, third and final segment here at the Hawksbeat Podcast. Appreciate you guys for rocking with us for another um, breakdown of the Hawks and the Knicks. Hawks fall to the Knicks, uh, one twenty-seven, one seventeen, and uh, <clears throat> it's time to just take a look at the damage now to see where we stand. Um, the Hawks are currently in the fifth spot. Uh, they are seven and a half games out of first. They now fall a, a half game behind the New York Knicks. Uh, the Knicks are thirty-three and twenty-seven. While the Hawks are 32-27. and 27. So, uh, the Hawks, uh, they lose any type of tiebreaker right now uh, with the Knicks. And they have the Boston Celtics right on their backs. Boston Celtics are 31-27. and 27. The Miami Heat are 31-28. and 28. And then you have just a little bit of space. And then the Hornets and Pacers come in with 28 wins, 27 wins, respectively. And uh, that's by then you're looking at the eighth and ninth seed. So you're currently the five, the five seed. Uh, the Knicks have won eight in a row. They are rolling. <laughs> they are rolling. Um, Boston's playing well. They've won eight out of two. I mean, eight out of ten. And even even the Hawks. Like, look, you know, this isn't the. It, it's it's going to be interesting to see what this team is without Trey and possibly without Capella. But one thing Nate has proven that, look, man, he can win with who's ever out there. You know, you just wish that it was with your guys. Um, Hawks have won seven out of their last ten, so they've been playing really good basketball as well. But it's crunch time. It is crunch time. So um, we know the schedule, but let me just uh, reiterate that again. Uh, Hawks take on the Miami Heat on Friday. That is a home game. Um, you're probably going to be without Trey Young for that one, and I imagine he'll probably be out for the Bucks game on Sunday. So two crucial games between the Hawks and the Heat to finish off your week. No rest for the weary. I believe the Hawks have like five games in seven days or like seven games in like 11, ga- 11 days or something like that. Something just, just crazy. This 72-game season has been terrible. It has been terrible. And uh, just not a fan of it at all. Not a fan of it at all. So, um, it, it's this one's a tough one to swallow. It's a tough one to swallow. But um, you got to get back on the horse and you got to start riding again. So, um, I think that is about it, man. So, <sighs> tough one in New York. Can't lick your wounds. You got to keep on fighting. Just got to keep on fighting. Hopefully, Trey Young, uh, they already said, you know, that the, the x-ray are negative. But hopefully, he'll be back sooner than later. And you can get back to playing some uh, good basketball. They just need to get some bodies back. Like, you just need to get some bodies back. Somebody, anybody. Like, they just need to get some bodies back. But 
that is life in this year's NBA. So uh, we're going to put the, uh, put a bow on this podcast. Thank you so much for checking us out. Um, thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to everybody who always uh, reshares and retweets the podcast. Make sure you go by Apple iTunes and uh, rate and review us. Give us a five-star rating. We will greatly appreciate it. And like we say all the time, God is good. All the time and all the time, God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him and show him love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.